on today's Into Your Head number 749, Shania Groga returns with her thing. And then there's me for 25 minutes as filler for the rest of the show. Absolutely fucking fantastic, hello. to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this crushed can of, uh, what's it called, Evolve, Evolve Energy Drink from the, ah, from the very cheap deal store. I believe it was four cans for one euro and 49 cents. Uh, everything's one euro and, fo- euro and 49 cents in that, that store, except the isn't, because you go in and you say, oh, that thing, that thing must be one euro and 49 cents exactly, because that's the price of everything in this store. But then you look closely, it says, oh, uh, you get two of these for one 49, and you get four of these for one 49. 49 and it's not it's not as simple as or as dry cut or as clear what's it called clear cut that's what they call it it's not as clear cut as all that as if clear cut is a good thing i often clear cut my face when i'm shaving i make a clean cut down uh, right right down my face i slash myself to bits with a lovely clear cut and i don't consider it a good thing i think a dry cut would be a lot better well one where there's no blood at all involved and it's just a maybe it's just a permanent scar I uh, take that back maybe that's just as bad or even worse than a, than a clear cut well no in terms of prices a clear cut thing would be if everything was 149 per unit but it's not it's 149 for uh, different numbers of units I suppose you could claim that they're saying that uh, four cans of this energy drink is a unit but it's not it is not and for another thing that's going to cause extra confusion when you look up the drink driving regulations and you see See that a unit is considered a certain uh, number of milligrams of alcohol, and that's nothing to do with energy drinks or pricing at all. That's the problem with units. If you start calling everything units, you realise there's different types of units for different things and measuring different things. That's why you have to come up with something else other than a unit. A unit is a cop-out word. It's what you use when you don't know what the unit of measurement is. You say, oh, how many, how many units of nuclear fission are there coming out? at that place in Japan at the moment if I were to oh if I were to go swimming off the coast of uh, Southern California for example how many units of uh, how many units of tree-headed fish jeans would I find swimming up my trouser leg uh, assuming I wore trousers which I think I would if I was if there was a worry about nuclear stuff in the sea I think I'd at least wear trousers although that would be the least of my worries since I can't swim uh, but no uh, no no anyway to nuclear resistant trousers walk into a bar one of the nuclear resistant trousers goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest uh, evolve energy drink please and the man behind the bar says oh we don't sell that crap in here sir it's all proper proper known brand name energy drinks in here we sell the likes of Red Bull and the likes of Monster Energy and the likes of ah, the likes of coffee have you ever heard of coffee that's an, that's an energy drink too you 
you know, sir. Nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned pint of coffee. Uh, maybe have an Irish coffee. It'll put you to sleep and give you energy to stay awake at the same time. That's what you want. I know what you people want. I'm a, I'm a bar publican uh, technician in here. I'm an expert in this sort of thing. Don't go in here uh, like like some fella who goes into the doctor and tells the doctor what to prescribe him because he's looked up on the internet. No, I leave stuff to the experts. Come in here and tell me what you uh, what you what you want, what need you need to have fulfilled, and I'll recommend a drink for you. That's how it works in here. And uh, uh, whatever I said had walked into the bar was a uh, uh, oh yes, uh, nuclear nuclear resistant trousers. The nuclear resistant trouser says, "Oh, I see now. That makes perfect sense." Uh, well, sir, uh, what I'd like is to have my need for energy and uh, my thirst uh, both quenched and dealt with. Uh, by whatever you can give me. Can you give me anything for that, sir, without a prescription? And the barman says, uh, well, I, can't do, I can do without a prescription, but I can also write you a prescription for it and then uh, then dispense that prescription item. And, uh, uh, oh, the, uh, what you call it, the nuclear trouser says, oh, that's great, but what kind of uh, what kind of medicine in here would you have that would require a, a freaking prescription? And the barman says, oh, no, and it's just a gimmick. Although, maybe put gene you probably need a prescription for that although it's illegal to sell here you're only allowed to you're allowed to make put gene in this country but you're only allowed to export it and poison foreigners with it you're not allowed to sell it here uh, that's how that's how we roll in this country over here we roll like that we go oh uh, there's an opportunity to make money by poisoning foreigners let's do it let's do it as uh, that song let's uh, bees do it some things do it. Even educated, some things do it. Let's do it. Let's make some money out of foreigners. I may have altered the lyrics uh, f- uh, somewhat there. I don't remember the original lyrics. I think it was, let's do it, let's fall in love. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you'd make that relevant to a thing about Putchin. Do you foreigners even know what Putchin is? You probably do. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those drinks that's basically pure alcohol. You put, you get alcohol, basically, and you pour it into a bottle, and then you close the top, and then you, you come back to it when you want to drink it, and then you open it and you shove it down your neck and you make damn sure you're sitting down you can tell you you don't want to be standing up when you're drinking putchin uh, well maybe you do because you'll end up sitting down anyway I'm sure or falling over or whatever probably doesn't really matter suppose you could stand up and you strap yourself in like they did with uh, like they did with Professor Stephen Hawking that time when they sent him up on the uh, up on the now uh, you didn't send them up in anything. They sent them into the NASA training center and they put them in a in a gravity free thing. They strapped them to a thing and they spun them around and they say, "This is what it's like to be able to fly, Professor Stephen Hawking." I know you've spent your whole life wondering what it would be like to be able to walk again. Uh, well, forget about that because that's not going to happen. But here's a flying experience for you. Here's something you'll remember for the rest of your life. You spend all your waking hours thinking about her because you're that you're like data on Star Trek you don't go to sleep at night you just sit there thinking as far as we know anyway we don't we've no way of knowing what you're thinking how would we know what you're thinking without uh, invading your privacy I don't know uh, 
Anyway. Once upon a time, there was a dog, a dog, uh, or un chien, as we've established recently, is the French for, I believe, I know it was established by others long ago, uh, but that doesn't mean we all knew about it. I think I did know, as we established it in my mind. I hadn't really thought about the French language much since I stopped learning it around age, uh, or around age 17 or 18 when I left school. So you had to re-establish the fact in my mind. They were still there, obviously. Came back to mind. Uh, but you re-establish your neural pathways and make the information uh, more, a more permanent and easily accessible uh, piece of nugget of information in your brain by thinking about it. I believe right, that's how it happens anyway. You think about it more and you, you re-memorize it and you re-establish stronger neural pathways. Isn't that how the brain works? Something like that. They figured out how the brain works quite some time ago. Uh, contrary to popular belief we know how the brain works it's just a thing that you can't switch off and you put food into it and you let oxygen flow into it non-stop and then you just all you have to do is breathe and think you breathe with your uh, you think uh, you think about breathing and then you breathe and then you breathe and the ah oh, the breath the breath goes straight up into your brain. It's carried on, it's carried in blood cells or something and it goes round your brain and your brain says, oh look, there's uh, there's some oxygen I can use that and then it realizes it's used up all the oxygen by thinking about the fact that there's uh, oxygen coming. The brain is a the brain has a lot in common with the human beings, you know, uh, more than you might think. Us human beings when we uh, we're lying awake in bed at night and we suddenly think, oh, I have to breathe every fucking second for the rest of my life. I'm thinking about it now. It's all, I'm fucking obsessed with my breathing now and I'm concentrating on every breath. Uh, well, the brain thinks the same thing, except even worse. The brain thinks, oh, uh, I've to, uh, I'm going to die unless I continue to get oxygen in here uh, every millisecond and uh, every day forever. And now I'm wasting uh, oxygen by thinking about that fact and thinking about the oxygen as it comes in and then I need more oxygen. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine being a brain? It would be a miserable experience. I'm glad I'm not a brain. I'm glad I have one, but I'm glad I'm not a brain. I'm glad I'm I'm more than my brain. I'm as far as I know anyway, I'm more than my brain and my my body and my feet are part of me. I'm not just up there in the bit above my neck. No, no. My feet are part of me. My knees are part of me. Uh, my mouth here is part of me. I'm not freaking, there's not some ventriloquist operating me here. No, no. Although you could argue that your brain is a ventriloquist that uses your body as a puppet. Uh, you could argue that, but it sounds fucking ridiculous the moment it comes out of your mouth. So don't argue that. Don't argue that. Don't argue stuff that makes you sound stupid. If something sounds stupid as it's coming out of your mouth, uh, then there's a 99.9999999999% chance that it's bullshit. And if the chances are that high, then you might as well just uh, just assume it's a hundred percent, or treat it as if it's hundred a hundred percent. It's not worth it's not worth the risk. It's just not. Anyway, as I say, once upon a time there was a dog, uh, a dog, uh, or unchien, unchien, one chien, just the one of them. There was just one chien, just one, uh, not in the whole world. But this story isn't set in the whole world. It's set in a small area it's not even a microcosm of the whole world it's just a small part of the world don't get confused there uh, if this if this story was set in an area a little village that was uh, in the story a fictional micro
microcosm of the whole world, then it would be different. There would probably have a, a good few dogs then. It would have a proportional number of dogs based on the uh, in the ratio to whatever the population of humans was in the area. Uh, but no, anyway, once upon a time there was a dog. And the dog, ah, the dog was just being a dog. As dogs do, dogs just be dogs. They don't have to put any effort into it. They just are dogs. One day they're not dogs, and then the next day uh, they're puked out of their mother's backside and they're on the ground, uh, blind as a bat. Blind. Dogs are blind as a bat, except without, when they're born, except without the, the advantage of sonar equipment that helps them get around us. So dogs are blind. They're sitting there rolling on the floor going, what in the name of Christ am I now? Uh, ten minutes ago I was a... Ten minutes ago I was Queen Victoria's butler in England in the 1600s, uh, which is awesome. She wasn't she, she not live in the 18 or 1900s? I think it was the 1800s. Uh, but no, I was Queen Victoria's uh, butler. Uh, well, soon to be butler, I presume. Maybe he was very old and he lived... I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever, anyway. Anyway, now I seem to be a blind thing that's just uh, falling onto the floor. I feel like a dog, to be perfectly honest. Uh, which is uh, a bit unfair since I was a teetotaler in my previous life. So now I'm as... I feel as sick as a dog. Or maybe I just feel like a dog. Is this how a dog normally feels when it's perfectly healthy and it's not sick? If it is, then fucking hell. The sooner I get this life over and done with and I get on to the next reincarnation, then the better. If this is what being a dog feels like all the time. Oh, that's what I must be. I must be a dog. Because uh, dogs are born blind. Either that or I'm a bat. In which case, where's my fucking sonar equipment? I'm either a bat or a dog. And if I'm a bat, I better damn well be getting sonar equipment because uh, that would be pretty cool I wouldn't mind a life as a bat to be perfectly honest it's like a mouse with wings and you can freak people out if you're a bat but no don't want to be a dog are you listening powers that be I don't want to be a dog I don't think I deserve to be a dog either I think, uh, give the dog job to someone who's uh, somebody who's okay with being a dog so no, can we not have a bit of fairness here and a bit of uh, putting people into roles that they're best suited for and rules that they're roles that they'll be happy in don't just throw someone into a dog's life for no reason that's like that's like if you're operating a mcdonald's and someone comes in and you say oh you can you can work the putting the uh putting the mayo on the burgers you can do that even though you've uh for the whole 10 years of your childhood you had a dream about uh wanting to wipe tables but no he won't ask you what your skills are or what your interests are or what you'd like to do we'll just put you wherever you're needed exactly like that but surely to christ uh whoever's the equivalent of the mcdonald's manager in charge of the reincarnation system surely to christ you could be a bit more choosy and analyze what people are suited to be uh is that not the point surely if that's not the point then i don't know what is which will probably explain why i've been reincarnated again because i haven't figured out what the point is yet i don't know why they can't just tell us what the secret and the meaning of life is instead, instead of keep sending us back to figure it out for ourselves there's more to life than learning you know at least i hope there is uh, maybe there isn't. Maybe that's the point. Have I figured out the secret? Uh, powers that be, hello. Uh, they can cancel this dog's life for me. I've just figured out the secret of life. It's uh, whatever I just said a minute ago. Uh, whatever I just said is, that's the meaning of life. Uh, and if that's the case, if I'm right, you can take me back now and put me somewhere.
Yeah, put me wherever you go when you learned all there is to learn. Uh, presumably, you become a you become a doctor of a doctor of uh, what you call it, a doctor of life, I suppose. I don't know. Then what? I don't know. Maybe you become the manager of the uh, of the aforementioned McDonald's of reincarnation, and you're put in charge of all this crap. Which, to be perfectly honest, sounds like hell to me. So maybe I'm being sent to hell. I'm being sent to hell uh, just for having the nerve to figure out the meaning of life jesus christ this place is fucked up uh and then the and then the dog finds the nipple a dog finds the nipple and then it forgets everything it's been thinking about and just carries on life as a dog for another 15 years absolutely fucking fantastic hello i'm shawnee groger and this is my occasional look at what's happening under the sheets of your newspapers this morning This bulletin is sponsored by Lidl. Visit your local discount supermarket next Wednesday or Thursday to claim your free trolley rental. Terms and conditions apply and include a non-refundable one euro deposit. Theft will be frowned upon. Excludes all little stores. The Sunday Business Post reports that Ireland's fire service is to be privatised, as mandated by the conditions of the recent EU bailout. Meters will be installed at every home and business in the country by 2016. However, competitors will be allowed to enter the market, and customers will be able to access substantial discounts for purchasing firefighting services, water and home insurance from the same provider. Celeb News Now and the Irish Independent says Professor Stephen Hawking is to become (laughs) the first quadriplegic to experience independent belching. Okay, I'm just going to start that one again because I'm sure he's like trying to climb in my mouth and onto the microphone or something. Professor Stephen Hawking is to become the first quadriplegic to experience independent belching. The renowned astrophysicist has been invited by Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic to spend an afternoon in a specially designed training simulator. In the same newspaper, there's a 38-page pull-out supplement about women or cats or something. Music magazine Hot Press leads with an editorial welcoming the decision to fill the two remaining vacant X-Factor mentor positions with retired High Court judges. Critics have slammed the move, pointing out that it's their job to criticise everything, regardless of whether or not it makes sense. The Herald marks the 20th anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death with a selection of digitally aged mugshots of the Nirvana frontman, who apparently is still being sought by a fictional TV version of the FBI. My husband has been binge-watching Criminal Minds. The Irish Times has announced an end to the practice of publishing open letters to public officials on matters of public interest. The newspaper points out that, contrary to common misconception, the two-pence discount on unsealed envelopes and postcards was abolished several years ago, and it sees no benefit for its contributors in continuing to waive their right to privacy. Rupert Murdoch's The Times of London has announced that its print edition is to be moved behind a paywall. 
Readers will be able to preview the content by reading the front page, which will be displayed on boards outside newsagents, but they will have to purchase the newspaper if they want to read any further. Also, a plus one edition of each newspaper will be available at a reduced rate a day after initial publication. I'm Sean Ugroiga, the voice of the newspapers. Don't forget to join me tonight on the Food Network for a brand new episode of Shonya Celebrity Chef Shootout. And in my column in tomorrow's Woman's Weekly, I'll reveal why, why nobody ever thought to name me Shonya Gruiga. But for now, a very good morning to you. Notes for Foreigners. Gruig is the Irish for hair, and little is the Irish for this country has turned into a steaming sewer, and I'm applying for a job with Russia today. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, who in the name, who in the name of Jesus, holy Christ, is that? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, that's fine. Don't worry. It's just my wife. She's been on episodes of this podcast since it began eight years ago. That's all. That's all. It's just my wife that you fail to recognise. Yet again, you fail to give her credit uh, just because she's going under a pseudonym. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Recognise my wife, you cunts. Uh, you've been here long enough. I've been a fixture on the internet for uh, a third of my life now. So have a bit of, have a bit of respect. A bit of damn goddamn fucking respect. Respect, uh, respect, as as they say. What's the song they used to say? Uh, hold on a minute. Or we yes, P. No, it's not a harmonica song. It's more of a guitar song, isn't it? Than a harmonica song. If anything, on a minute. Or we S P E C T. Find out what you mean to me. R E S P E C T. Uh, something, something, something. Was it Harika, Harika Franklin? One of them, anyway. One of them ones with the, uh, like the, uh, like the Jacksons, except women. It was one of them. Uh, one of them. Uh, R E S P E C T. Find out what you. This is crap, isn't it? This is absolutely appalling drivel. If you don't mind me saying so, and why would you? Why would you mind me critiquing my own self and being a bit, uh, being self-critical and uh, having a bit of modesty? There's nothing wrong with that, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if you've anything against modesty, then uh, go and go off and be non-modest in your own time and not. A, oh. I think I'll go back and listen to this and see if it's any good. You're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor, Neil. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down... This show could be next. So visit fundanything.com forward slash patentroll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Into your head. Now, uh, 
I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, Christ, Adam fucking Carolla. Adam fucking shit-eating, fucking wanking fucking Carolla on into your hair. Fucking ridiculous. Absolute. I never thought I'd see today. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking, I never thought I'd live to see today. I thought I'd be dead long before he'd ever put that shit on this program. I was hoping to Christ I'd be dead decades before now. Well, you're not de- dead decades before now. And I would argue that not being dead decades before now is a good thing. Unless you were born uh, hundreds of years ago and all of your loved ones have since died out. Well, then maybe you might be lo- reasonably longing for death. Well, that can be arranged. Uh, but no, relax. Take a fucking chill pill. Take a chill. Uh, take a... Uh, don't take a... Don't take a caffeine pill, whatever you do. Because if you're like this before you have your caffeine pill, then Christ knows what you'll turn into then. you probably turn into... You'll probably turned into the monster on the monogy, monster energy drink cans is there a monster on the monster energy drink cans I can't remember there's a blob thing I don't know never uh, scrutinised it enough to determine whether it's supposed to depict a monster or whether it's just a, what you call it it's just a blob just a uh, it's just a what you call that artwork that type of painting that's not really a thing it's just oh it's just like a it's just representative it's not a real ah you know what I mean you know what I mean? Oh, uh, ob, no, not obscure. Abstract. There you go. Maybe there's an abstract monster in the can. I don't know. Couldn't care less, to be perfectly honest. I'm happy with my. I'm happy with my four for uh one forty nine. Uh, what you call it? Uh, four units. I wonder how many units of energy is in one of these. Don't want to know because I heard it involved looking at the calories, which would be rather depressing. You don't want to look at the calories on the can of something that you like drinking because that'll just depress you. It'll send you into a spiraling depression. You go down and down and down through the spiral, uh, down through Dante's ten circles of hell, or was it seven? Dante's, I don't know, Dante has a has a big long epic poem about the, the seven uh, levels of hell. The first level of hell is the one at the top, and then you go down and down and down and down and down, and there's more levels, and there's all sorts of crap happening at each level. Uh, do you think the man, the way he wrote about it, do you think he'd been to hell or something? Maybe he had, or maybe he just told he had and he was describing some place that wasn't hell at all and he said this is hell uh, which if you live in that place is rather offensive uh, so he's probably got uh, people killing after it very brave of him once he wrote that book he was probably like your man uh, what's your man Salman Rushdie he was probably like him he probably got death threats and stuff for years after that from the people of hell or whoever wherever the hell was beset in his book I don't know uh, maybe he said somewhere fictional that's probably the best thing to do set it somewhere fictional such as for example the real hell that would be a good fictional place to set anyway I know as the clock ticks away on my screen, it doesn't make a ticking noise. Just, oh, it just counts away. It's just silently counting, uh, just like you silently count sheep in bed. You don't go lying there going, oh, look, there's one sheep. Oh, look, there's another sheep. I add those two together and I get two sheep. And there's another.
other sheep now coming over the imaginary fence. I hope it doesn't. It's probably safer to come over to, for a sheep to jump over an imaginary fence than a real one. Because you watch the show jumping on the television and you see horses every year at the Grand National getting their getting their legs broken on those things. Uh, but no, if your imaginary sheep is jumping over an imaginary... Uh, although now that you mention it, the imagination is anything that can happen in the imagination. That, uh, that sheep could jump up over that imaginary fence and land on a... Oh, land on a landmine and then fucking die from the explosion. So no, I take that back. It's not safe at all. Uh, but no, uh, where was I? Uh, I don't know. Oh yes, I was watching the clock ticking away. Uh, we've uh, we've done 28 minutes and 14 seconds now. That's enough. Good morning. In to your-